Ready? I'm ready. I got my astrology top on. Yeah. I'm ready. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah. Okay. Hey, it's Anna. And it's Hannah. Welcome back to our podcast. Validate me, bitch. Oh, yeah, bitch. <laughs> Episode number 10. I can't believe we're on number 10. I know, double digits. Yes. We haven't actually filmed in a while, though. No. Apart from with YP. Yeah, yeah, with YP. But before that, we hadn't filmed in a little bit. while. Yeah. So this is... And we're really excited to have you all on this lovely yes, journey with thank us. thank you for joining us. <laughs> and shout out to YP for putting us on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but today we're talking about... Astrology. Oh yes, and the science behind astrology. Mm-hmm. Quantum astrology, if you will. God <laughs> save me! Help! <laughs> we're going into the depths of the science, honey. She is like so nervous. Listen, I got my notes here. <laughs> we're ready to do this. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. No, this is fun. Yeah. We talk about astrology all the time mm. so this is going to be fun to talk about definitely oh so it's a little bit of a different take on it i guess going to the science side of it because usually we just chat about the science and all of this yeah yeah because so. there's a lot of people who don't like astrology who say it's bullshit it's rubbish but they've spent precisely zero seconds looking into it yeah that's very true and especially the scientific community i find they're really against astrology like i come across a lot of like i guess i don't want to say alpha sign because I want to say scientists are very like hard like I guess hardened to it mm. you know but I just want to I know I'm not American but I'm gonna reference SATs for a second <laughs> <laughs> okay then <laughs> but no like the SATs make a really really good point where they say that um science shouldn't be rejected if it seems silly or stupid or because of the folklore and a scientific qualification doesn't give you the right to be biased or prejudiced or just be an idiot, really. Mm. And I think that's a really interesting way to look at this kind of stuff because even psychology, like 20 years ago, people were like, the psycho- like the scientists community were like, no, like that's a load of rubbish. What the hell is Freud? Dream analysis? Like, like get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Where's the, like, where, why can't I quantify this stuff? And I think that it's kind of sad that there's this friction between the two, especially yeah. with astrology becoming quite big at the moment. Yeah, it definitely is becoming like mm. more known about and talked about and like people are looking into their birth charts and that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, and not just their sun signs, which are yeah. important, but honey, I want to know your Venus sign. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course you do. I miss. wish your Mars, honey. <laughs> <laughs> really and it's really ironic how a lot of people I come across are like oh like what about Young what would he say about that well Carl Young was an astrologer so um <laughs> he, he actually based his personalities off the the four elements so the four Greek you know when they studied the cosmos that which is earth so we have Virgo, Taurus, Capricorn mm-hmm. and that's the very um practical kind of element and then yeah. we have the air signs Libra, <laughs> Gemini, and Aquarius, which is the thinkers, the analytical people. Some would say the overthinkers, but yeah, true. You, yourself, girl. you do that. <laughs> and then we have the the water signs. So we have Pisces. We have Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio dominant chart, and um, Cancer, which is the emotive, the emotions. You know, mm-hmm. which is and Carl Jung said the emotive. Um, we have the fire signs. Oh yes, we have the Leo. The Aries and the rising <laughs> and the Sagittarius, which is the action, the drive, the god. And um, yeah, I did all of them all four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, wait, did I get them all? <laughs> so, like, and and that stems from astrology, and the study of astrology is basically telling us that we are a part of and affected by the fabric of yes. the universe. Well, the fabric of the cosmos, aka. The universe. Well, the four elements make up the universe. Exactly. <laughs> we comprise 
So a chart analysing that, oh yeah, just it really irks me. People are like, well, I don't think 12 signs can tell your whole personality. Well, bitch, of course they can't. But 12 signs in the 12 houses with different placements and different sextiles and da 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 and like, yeah, I, yeah like I forgot the word for <laughs> Can. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I truly, truly believe that if people understood the amount of information you can get from someone's personality mm. from a birth chart, yeah. we wouldn't be giving out each other's birthdays or birth time. <laughs> We'd be holding that back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you have to, I think we have to remember that personality is character and character is also destiny when you look at a birth chart you're looking at like that kind of thing but i guess it like reveals about the person and the areas that they need to work on and like definitely heal even like your traumas and it like it tells you your 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 nodes yeah and the chiron and everything like that so chiron and virgo I'm not oh, revealing myself. You really here. are today. Read yourself, girl. Right. <laughs> Maybe I should bring it back with like, yeah. Because like astrology actually comes from the word astrologos, mm. and logos is the Greek word for synthesis of meaning within a word. Okay. So, um, it's basically the metaphysical meets the physical. Is basically what astrology is studying. Yeah. And astronomy, which is literally what we are. Yeah, exactly. The metaphysical meets the physical. physical. Yeah. And astronomy, which people are like, oh, I study astronomy. I'm like, you study naming of the planets? Like, but you don't believe in astrology. Like, how are you going to believe in the glove and you can't even see the hand inside? Like, <laughs> astrology is, like, the, the, the main part and astronomy is, like, the thing around it, you know? Mm. So I find that quite ironic and, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. But, like, I think astrology really is, is the same as as above, so below. It's the correlation of the planetary waves in relation to the events yeah. happening on Earth. Exactly, because we are, we always talk about how this is frequency, mm. everything runs on energy, it and does. the planets, obviously, like, the position the planets are in and stuff affects different waves, it, like, you yeah. know, it makes everything different. Yeah, because we run on vibrations, mm-hmm. and if you watched our last, well, not our last video, but the video before, well, our last video, we do go into astrology, because young Pharaoh, he could come facts. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, like, the video before that, we talked about quantum entanglement, or we talked about law of cause and effect and karma. And, you know, quantum entanglement says we are all from this little pea size to this massive, you know, and I get into it. It's in that video. But basically, <laughs> basically, we're all connected, right? All energetic matter was once physically connected and over time it condensed, but we're still energetically connected. Yeah. So this kind of comes in with, like, quantum theory and it basically says that the less we know about something as a particle, the more we know about it as a wave and vice versa, mm. which basically means that Planets are part of the electromagnetic spectrum because mm-hmm. the moon goes at 13 cycles per year. So that's 13 beats a year. Um, does that make sense? Like musically yeah. wise. And then so, and it kind of changed this idea that this universe was this big external mechanical machine to, oh my God, we are part of that cycle of the moon coming around us. We're part, we're entangled in this highly intellectual, highly intuitive, moving universe we it's the fractal code that we can actually adjust and play yeah. with we got into that in that other video go watch it <laughs> <laughs> but like we can't always see it and we can't always feel it but just because we can't see or feel something does that mean it doesn't exist mm-hmm. and i think that's a big question yeah. we need to open up 
Yeah. To everyone, because everything we do is perceived in vibrations and waves. Yeah. And that's been proven. So I feel like yeah. it's not even a question. Like, science has proven that it's all about frequency, mm. that everything's about waves and particles and becoming matter. Like, well, it's more waves than it is particles because the more we know about as waves, the less we know about as particles. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's about those things rather than like some kind of person created the universe or something. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know, I don't even know what I was trying to say, but like, <laughs> it's about human that. <laughs> yeah, because like everything, everything we do, every organ we have, we sense through vibrations. Like when we see stuff, you know, it's a vibration, and we can see infra and ultra light, so infra lower than ultra height. Then, and actually, the the amount of light that we can see. You remember how um, Newton actually showed us light through a white prism, and the the colours then came out. It's an actually very minute, minute amount of colours that we as humans can see, mm. and a very minute amount of like the sounds that we can hear. So yeah. just because we can't see or hear it, does that mean it doesn't exist? Well, there's even a fact that like animals can hear more mm. than we can and things like oh, that. They yeah. can hear like higher frequencies. Kind and of they thing. have to for their survival, you know, when you're yeah. out you're doing that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know what's going on! <laughs> but, um, yeah, so basically, and like, it's hard to measure, right? Because now scientists can measure infra and ultra. And it's like, it's harder to measure a Saturn wave because the beat is once every 29 and a half years, three times a century. The moon is 13 cycles, like we said. Mm. So that's the kind of issue that scientists come up against. But it's like, of course it takes time. Like, mm-hmm. we're only here for a limited amount of time. The planets are here for fucking forever. But this just completely proves how far we've fallen the fact oh, that we yeah. need science in order to to believe something like mm-hmm. people knew this shit it's literally written in the ancient texts exactly. everywhere like they knew this shit but we now need science to prove yeah. it to make us feel like we now know it can justify it yeah the thing is all science is, is a reaction to nature mm-hmm. it's our our perception of nature and we can't from see it from human perspective yeah we, we can't see it from this dimension we can't see no. it on this plane and i think that Neil Bohr, who was actually the inventor of quantum physics, nailed it like on the head. He said that the universe isn't stranger than we can than we think. It's stranger than we can think. Mm-hmm. Like, isn't that like it is stranger yeah. than we can think because we're restricted by the five fucking senses in a human experience with a human vessel. Yep, and actually someone else said, um, I can't remember saying said that ninety percent of twentieth century science is happening out of the five senses. Like yeah. the five human senses. Yeah. And it's true because motherfucker, guess what? We are the universe experiencing the universe through a human vessel. Exactly. Meant yeah. to understand it on a human perspective and help elevate the collective aspect. Exactly. That's why meditation and dream work and all of that is really powerful. Oh god, it yeah. taps into the higher perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think this is what people have to understand. That astrologers aren't just some wishy-washy, let's believe in whatever. They're studying the patterns of yeah. the correlations between the planets and the events on Earth. I don't think you can get more scientific than that. <laughs> yeah, astrology is a wishy-washy science that doesn't exist. It's folklore. It's blah, 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 when they haven't done any research on it. <laughs> Honey, step to me and I'll tell you. What's more, I can I can bring in I can bring in EMC squared to this Einstein theory into this if you really want to. Hell <laughs> oh, no, here we go. <laughs> can I? Go for it. Okay, I will. You're on your own show. Let I them have it. Show. I'll let you go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Scorpio Venus girl. Okay, calm down, please. <laughs> okay. That's not what I meant. So, EMC squared, mass equals light, and vice versa, over time, mass and light, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Everyone knows EMC squared, right? We have mass and light going around each other, and then we tie time into this. And time is tied up with the speed of light. Mm-hmm. So you have 
light and mass and time and speed going together over time, which infinitely slows it down because you're only traveling at the speed of light, which is very fast, but also very slow when you're talking about planets. Like think about how long it takes for us to get to, it took for us to get to moon, to the moon. <laughs> if we got to the moon. I don't know. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> we didn't. We don't know. We don't know. But then you add this other dimension in. So you have this time and space paradox. Um, I forgot where I was going with it. I got a bit caught up in the whole moon landing. And my brain, my Libra brain was like, Cardinal Air, next thing. <laughs> check those notes, girl. Yeah, I'm going to check these notes. Um, so, I feel like I'm on the news. You are. News anchor. <laughs> I, I, okay. Anyway, so we have this time and space paradox, and astrology is the way to kind of measure measure the energy now, here in this moment, in 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 relation to all the outer planets and everything going on around us. Mm -hmm. And like this is why we use the mapping of astrology. So we use the mapping of where the planets are to pinpoint this one moment in time and decide on the energies and the vibrations that's being pulled to that point or pushed onto that point. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of where the paradigm of astrology makes sense. In Newton's laws of motion, we have, you know, planets being pulled towards each other and gravity doing this and doing that. And that's where astrology works because you have EMs that you have time and space. Does that make sense to you? Or am I just going Because <laughs> in my head it makes sense. Mercury Scorpio, my communication isn't great. It does make sense. It's just a lot of information. I'm just trying to keep up with you because you keep making me laugh. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So we measure that thing at that point in time. We call them horoscopes. Horo oh, yeah. means hour. Scope comes from the word scopus to see, like telescope to tele is far, so see far away. Mi yeah. Uh, mini scope. What do you? Is a mini scope a word? <laughs> no. What's the thing to see really close up? A microscope. A microscope. That's the word. <laughs> I can explain in quantum entanglement, but microscope. You got me. <laughs> but yeah, horoscope is the technology like to measure what's happening at that moment in time, right? Yeah. And so we were like, oh, like, have you checked your horoscopes? Well, if you've just read Daily Mail as a local... Oh, that's right, it's like on the day yeah. off, so it's just... Yeah. Yeah, but horror yeah. means hour, so... Oh, yeah. Oh, and they get you to read your sun sign, and actually your rising sign's more accurate. Yeah, that's so true. Thing. That's so true. Yeah. And like, but it's in respect to the larger, you know, forces going on. Yeah. So I think that's quite an important thing to sort of <laughs> say. Yeah, I feel like I'm so we haven't filmed so long. It's I'm really so scattered, weird. and for me, when I write my notes, a lot of it is like not just channeled, but information I know and I've read, and I'm trying to like <gasps> let me write it all down, like my Scorpio Mercury. Right? I'm excited. I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is great. This is great. And then I read it back, and I'm like, what the hell was I talking about? I'm like, I can't even read my. Are you a doctor, Hannah? Because you can't read that writing for shit. <laughs> We're oh very laughy and jokey. And we're very exhausted. And it's yeah. been a long day and we keep procrastinating with this video. So it's now like, I don't know what the time is. I know. But it took us all day and we finally sat down. So we're a, yeah, bit, we're we're a bit scattered today. Yeah. Just a little bit. Just a bit. But it's fine. We're getting all the science facts out. So I'm just letting you be in your element, you know. I mean, that is what you love. And you can word it way better than I can. My fucking Mercury is in Pisces. So <laughs> I can't word nothing. <laughs> yes, you can. I just feel. I just feel it so I know it. Transcend that birth. Send it. <laughs> right, so basically that's that's what we come to with birth charts and horror that's what we come to horoscope. So your birth chart mm -hmm. 
Birth charts are so fucking powerful, can I just say? Can I just say they're also really... If someone offers you a birth chart reading, they've only been learning to do birth charts for, like, a couple of weeks, say no. Mm. Like, because they are so... Complex. Yeah, so on a birth chart, there are over... Oh, <laughs> you got this. Okay. On a birth chart, there are over 240 skeptillion. Skeptillion, not a septillion, not a trillion, not a billion, not even a million, trillion, billion. Skeptillion. <laughs> Tillion different variations on a birth chart. Jesus. Like, you can't have the same birth chart as anybody. Yeah. And they'll come to me and tell me, I don't believe in astrology because I don't believe, like, one sign can tell your whole personality. (laughs) Bitch, there's more to it than that. Hell. Do you know what I like to say? I'm like, I don't believe in the the astrology that you believe in. Yeah. Because you believe in some fake bullshit. I believe in... I like the facts, you know? Like, (laughs) Libra Sun and Rising. Delve a little bit deeper. Yeah, please. There's, it is so complex. Like, oh, there's gorgeous. so many layers to it. So many. Oh, and definitely. so many, like, oh my God, so many aspects to it. With, like, the houses, the actual aspects, everything. You have sex, you have, we have all of that yeah. stuff. And we're not astrologers. No. So we can't really get into you, but we can recommend some good ones. So we have Amber Khan. Oh, yes. anyway. And we have OJC Astrology. Yeah, she's so fine. Olivia it. is just very incredible. incredible. I love it. And Cosmic Astrology. I can't mm-hmm. remember. I will link her down below, but she gets into like the real facts of each piece. Of each piece? Of each planet. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, a birth chart is the moment you were born to the moment you came into the physical, mm-hmm. like out of your mum, like came into this physical realm, yeah. your personality was developed. Yeah. So you freeze all the planets at that moment in time. And then you draw a line horizontally up, and that is called your rising sign. And your rising sign develops your personality. Yeah. And as, because that's, obviously that's a frozen point in time, but as the planets move on, like time goes on, however your birth chart works and however the planets flow, certain things get triggered within your birth chart. And that is how you have your rising sign and how you can see how people's personalities will develop or see if they're going to be at a certain place and certain point in their lives and all of this stuff yeah which is really interesting how just like drawing that line when the planets are frozen what you're going to be like because each planet represents a different part of your personality right like you have your venus sign which is how you love you have your mercury sign which is how you communicate you have your um mars sign which is how you you know you (laughs) drive you know and it was also your sexual like you know yeah we gotta get that in your jupiter is how you make is luck and money and yeah you have all of those kind of things and it's very important to actually know every single one of your signs yeah and if you want to know if you and your crush like are a match try your mars and venus signs (laughs) (laughs) but basically each sign represents a part of your personality and that has a relationship with a different planet within the sky which either can be harmonious or of discord yeah and so I think birth charts are, well, I don't think, I know, birth charts are extremely, extremely good at predicting an experience. Not the event that's going to happen, not what's going to trigger the experience, but the experience that you're going to go through. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, say if you have, in your birth chart, there's an area which might represent a loss. Now, it may not be loss of a person, it may not be death, maybe loss of money. Mm-hmm. And maybe loss of um, a house or a car or of this. And it's not the, astrology can't, your birth chart can't predict exactly what's going to happen, but it can predict the feeling that you may feel. Yeah. So when you go to a good astrologer and they say to you, someone's going to die tomorrow, you say, mm, my birth chart can't tell you that. Yeah. My birth chart can tell you I'm going to lose something, so can I have my money back? 
<laughs> because I don't want to lose my money to you, bitch. Yes. <laughs> so like, as everything moves and as the sky continues moving, these different planets, like your planets in the different planets, are triggered and different events and activities happen, mm-hmm. and they help you to grow your personality. Again, your person, like your char- your personality, your character. Now, of course, we have free will because people are like, "What yeah. about free will? If it's all predetermined, we do have free will." But free will is kind of tied up with destiny. There's infinite possibilities all happening at once, so you can yeah. go on to any of those possibilities through your intent, through your heart, through your purpose, mm-hmm. through your focus. That's and, free will, and your destiny is what you also decided you predetermined before you yeah. even got here. What you were going to do, mm-hmm. what you were meant to do, your karmic part in life. Yeah. What role are you meant to play that you already exactly. pre-agreed in the astral realm? And if you don't believe in the astral realm, you clearly uh, don't dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you never you had go there every fucking night. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like, and, again, and I think that's very important to get across that your birth chart cannot predict exactly what's going to happen, but it can imply certain things. Yeah. Like, um, oh, like when I was telling you earlier about Robin Williams. Yeah. So yeah, he has the, um, he's a, Cancer Sun and a Pisces Moon and a Scorpio rising, so he has that kind of like secretive, kind of almost dark nature to him. Mm. And a Pisces Moon, a Pisces Moon really internalizes people's emotions. Mm. And I think a lot of Pisces Moon, especially men, because of the stigma of like how we raise men, it's very hard for them to confront those feelings. Being a Libra rising and Sun, I also feel the same. <laughs> <laughs> But it can be hard. Like it can be hard to confront that. And obviously, where he's cancer, he's obviously still very sensitive to everything. Very water heavy chart. And his um, eighth house, his eighth house of Scorpio, is obviously ruled by Pluto and Mars. 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 I was about to say Mercury then, but this is no Virgo shit. Um, And it's in a very public house, so it kind of. I told you this earlier today, and I completely forgot. (laughs) I said, did you say like it indicates? A sort of like not taking their life but like oh having a hand in taking his own life his yeah. chart indicated that mm. and I think that it didn't necessarily mean he was going to do it but of course he did mm. but his chart couldn't def- definitely say this is what is going to happen yeah. to him because the planets cannot do that but they can they can 100% guarantee like 100% if you go to a proper astrology get your birth chart read they will tell you the exact experience you will feel mm-hmm. not what the event's going to be but what you're going to feel yeah and i think that's an amazing thing about yeah. astrology and about birth charts and a lot of people throw that all to one side and they just think oh well i just know my sun sign and even now like astrology is becoming more like popular people are like well i know my venus and my mars and my this and my that but it doesn't mean nothing if you don't know what house it's in houses are more important definitely because like say if you have like a leo mars but it's in the eighth house that Scorpio is going to take over that. Like, there's some things that overpower those things. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's very interesting. Obviously, it's you have really the aspects intense. and the planets, and it takes literally years to understand a birth chart properly and to be able to read it properly. So, hit me up in about three years. <laughs> I'm going to read your birth chart. <laughs> you got this, girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's really interesting. It's really powerful. It can help you really, like, transcend... I don't want to say flaws, but, like, it can help you transcend aspects of the ego Mm. and that kind of thing. And also how to, like, if you know that that kind of experience is going to happen, it helps you then respond to it in a higher Mm. perspective rather than, like, running around in fear kind of thing. Oh, God. And it's also, like, um, Robin Williams, who was actually in the midst of a really bad cycle. And had he had the 
knowledge of his birth chart, mm. maybe he would have not had a hand in taking his own life because he would have known, okay, when this planet moves, I know that a different event is going to be triggered because it moves into a different event. Because don't forget, each planet represents a different part of our personality, yeah. a part of like the side of us that's going to be triggered. Yeah. And I think that's really important to understand. But don't also use your birth chart to be a dick. I mean, you could say that with everything. Just don't be a dick. Yeah, in general. <laughs> and don't use it to justify your shit. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm a Scorpio, so of course I'm just going to make it about sex. No. Mm, you, n no. Oh, I'm a Sag, so I just don't give a fuck. Yeah, but you have a Pisces moon, so you're going to be like, oh, whatever. And then you're going to go behind closed doors and start crying. <laughs> so let's not do that. Let's actually address and face the things. And also, don't. Oh, this is like a tough one that I don't know how to get into, but some people have health issues that aren't to do with their birth chart. Mental health issues, oh, okay. right? Yeah. So if someone is an air sign and they overthink, mm -hmm. and you can be like, oh, well, you're just an Aquarius overthinking everything. Yeah. You're just in a detachment. Like, you. that's how Aquarius, if you're Aquarius Venus, that's just how you attach people. Yeah. Or maybe they actually have an attachment problem yeah. they actually have a mental problem with attachment and it's like a trauma that needs to be healed or whatever it is or maybe they yeah i don't know there's a chemical it's like using that as an excuse or thinking like oh it's fine because that's just your placement like that's just the way you are mm. kind of thing instead of letting them actually acknowledge the issue yeah and then transcending it yeah and also maybe actually getting the help they need because maybe yeah. they do need a bit more help than just what a friend can offer and although I, I truly believe all you really need is yourself to heal yeah. and the right information the right tools and the ability to step back into the fourth dimension and actually okay look at the thing for what it actually is and strip mm. back the layers we get into that in episode five on how to get rid of anxiety and fear yeah. which even if you don't suffer from anxiety or you just have a little bit of self-doubt here and there it's going to help you out so if you yeah. want to listen to that stuff. But I think it's very important to understand that astrology is an amazing, amazing tool when used correctly. Yeah, It's not just to be disregarded and it's not just to be like, oh, I can read your birth chart because I understand the signs or even if I understand the signs within the planets. You need to have a full understanding of the signs within the planets and the aspects and how the conjunctions, etc., affect everything else. Because you can just so easily misdiagnose someone because we're dealing with people's personalities with their character mm -hmm. and that is their how they think. One well, no thing, chart is the same. No, no. So for somebody to go and read your chart, like they're reading something completely new. They've yeah. never read this before exactly. because it's unique. Mm -hmm. So like that's a lot of information for them to have to yeah, notice. because even the varying degrees can have a massive impact on yeah. how your sign influences That's you. another thing people don't really talk about is, is the degrees of that's each true. planet. Yeah, or if we talk about cusps and all sort of that. Yeah. And there's so many different things to it. And I think that the scientific community have to understand how astrology does fit into the modern paradigm of science of Newton's laws of gravity, you know, everything being pulled towards each other and thrown in quantum entanglement, quantum theory proves it. Mm -hmm. um, but I also am kind of glad that science doesn't want to prove astrology because I feel like we already have a lot of charlatans within this industry. We know a lot about astrology, but we would not claim to sit and be like, I will sit here and read your birth chart. Hell no. No. struggles to fucking read my own. <laughs> no, and, and it's, it's very important to be aware of that yeah. and be aware of people who are just giving you false information and not to blindly follow people based on their sex or race, but to follow righteous people who are going to give you the correct information mm -hmm. or give you people who can give you the correct information. Mm -hmm. 
and be honest and be like, hey, this is a limitation of what I know. Yeah. And I think that's part of understanding your birth chart too, understanding that you're going to have to face yourself if you have your birth chart read. Yeah. And it's like tarot, you're going you to be doing read. that anyway. Like that's the whole point of this path mm. is facing yourself. That's what this path is. But astrology is a tool that can help you understand yourself on a human perspective, yes. but even deeper. Yeah. And then you have when you have your own spiritual practices as well on top of that, then it's a powerful force. It is, and you can be more in line with the planetary movements that are going on currently in this mm -hmm. moment. And if you're aware of how they affect you in each house and each sign and the relationship that is, the correlation that is with you and whatever planets are moving up or down, whatever, re whatever retrograde's going on, you can have a better understanding of yourself and how to navigate your life. Mm -hmm. Like, you might know that, okay, so, um, was it, like, at the moment, your second house is being lit up. Oh yeah, and I'm yeah. experiencing that right now without yeah. even realizing. And I said it. at the beginning of Aries season, girl, your second house of personal uh -huh. finances. I'm, I'm and, a, yeah, you yeah. can be my bank. <laughs> <laughs> and then even the last couple of days, literally, yeah, shit's been going crazy. And, I'm and like, we've what? just had Uranus in Taurus, mm -hmm. and uh, Uranus is a very hectic, crazy, like you don't know what's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. But Uranus likes your thoughts to be very pure and like thingy, and Taurus is um the Physical realm. Yeah, and it's like, it's like the Taurian. I just replied to a comment about the Taurian age, and I went <laughs> to it. But my mind's gone blank, but it's all like religions, and we have the bull, and we have the family, we have this, the making of the family, the sturdiness. Mm -hmm. So it, different planets affect very different things. Yeah. I'm getting really nervous to talk about this stuff because I feel like astrology is such an intense topic, mm -hmm. and it's so much more like in, in, intricate intricate <laughs> than people realise and even I with the knowledge I have and the books I've read and the people I've spoken to about it even I'm like this is still so much for me to learn it mm -hmm. so much and so I've been much. studying it for a while yeah. you know we both have yeah. I even got a t-shirt yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is very complex mm. that's what I mean though because not every birth chart like no birth chart is the same so yeah. you start learning it and you have to learn everything mm. like everything so yeah and I, I think we can get into videos where we have where different aspects have hit different things at different moments in time like Saturn mm. comes once every 29 and a half years so yeah. you have your Saturn return at 27, 28, 29 and 30 and you know there's that big thing of a lot of celebrities like themselves around 27 mm -hmm. well that's when their Saturn first Saturn returns kind of beginning to come into play it's starting to wreak havoc right Saturn's starting to come it's like starting to be like oh my shit <laughs> wake up <laughs> um and then if, if people understand that that's a Saturn return then only a couple of years from now I'm gonna feel better that may help them yeah and then it comes 100%. again again around about 60 Okay. It must be, yeah, yeah, about 60. Yeah. And then it doesn't come again until you're 90, which actually, you know, people are li living a lot longer now. And if you yeah. follow Dr. Sabi's diet, you'll live a lot longer too. Uh, <laughs> throw that in there. <laughs> Just get your CMOS in, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no beats. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think it's very important. And the, um, where do we have? We have, there's a planet I was about to talk about, which comes in every 84 years. I think that's, that's not Uranus. I think it is Uranus. The drama's actually really funny. Uranus was actually discovered during the French and American Revolution, and it's the planet of, like, chaos. Well, like, of course. isn't that hilarious? And then you have Neptune, which is the planet of, like... Um, Pisces. <laughs> the Pisces <laughs> is actually the planet of true love. Is it? Yeah. True love? Neptune. Well, like, that makes so much sense, yeah. you know, because Pisces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? 
Um, yeah, but Neptune is also the god of the ocean, so it's magnetism. Mm-hmm. And I love the water. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you live in it, but you can't go as deep as a swamp. Actually, fish can go wherever they want. We can go to the top, we can go to the bottom. We can go <laughs> swim as much as we like. Yeah. So, yeah, astrology is basically the, like we said before, it's the study of the planets in correlation to, like, what's going on on events on Earth. Mm-hmm. And we have the outer planets that affect us on, like, a mass scale. And we have our inner planets that have more effects on when all, like, Venus goes retrograde and all of that yeah, stuff. That's a, that's a closer planet than, say, um, Jupiter, Uranus, or Neptune going retrograde. Doesn't really affect us. It does affect us on a, as a whole as a civilization. When so. you're like on the on this like path, though, you do tune into the energies, mm-hmm. like you feel them. So I feel like they affect you because you notice it. Oh god, yeah, and even yeah. and even when you aren't in line with the energies and you aren't aware of it, it does still have impact oh, yeah. on you. It yeah. does. Like Mercury retrograde, everybody felt that last Mercury retrograde. Mm-hmm. Like, don't play yourself and tell me you didn't when you did. But it's just that you're more aware of mm. the effect that it has, whereas before you're unconsciously, like, being affected. Yeah, and but you can help transmute that. If you know this is going to happen, you know, I'm not going to buy tech during a Mercury retrograde. <laughs> you know, Venus is in retrograde. Hmm, let's not, like, do stupid stuff. But I think that astrology is an amazing tool when used correctly mm-hmm. that enables us to see ourselves and see the planets yeah. and see what's going on around us from a different perspective mm-hmm. and i think ultimately that is a beautiful thing and that is something that science should also be 100 percent on board for yeah because that's what we're trying to do science is a reaction to nature we're trying to learn about these different things yeah um definitely and it's important not to actually like get overly attached to it either mm. it's, it's a tool it's something that you can use to learn about yourself yeah. and elevate that's literally what it is. Into another dimension and help mm-hmm. elevate others around you. So, so yeah, we're, we are we are so open for suggestions. And thank you to everyone who's just joined yeah. us. And uh, we'll be back. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be going back to uploading every single week. Yes. yes. We need to get back in the swing of things. So bear with us. It's been a minute again. It has. <laughs> so, um, so thank you so much for watching. And we will be back next week. See you in the next video. Peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>